Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, y'all, I'm Joe Tower, and you're listening to Tales of Male Folly, a storytelling podcast based on the Los Angeles live show of the same name. The live show features a lineup of four performers, all male, telling true stories that put the embarrassment and shame back into being a man. Each episode of this podcast will feature one new story by one new storyteller, recorded live at one of our past shows, and presented to you here and now as is. If you're in the L.A. area, check out our website, talesofmalefolly.com, for more info as well as upcoming event dates and times. You can also find us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can't find us on Twitter because fuck Twitter. All right, enough small talk. Let's get on with the folly. The first time I ever had to say goodbye to Brett Dalton, I cried like a baby. That's a true story, and he definitely won't mind me saying it. You probably know Brett as an actor on stage, screen, and as a Comic-Con icon known for his portrayal of Grant Ward in the Marvel hit TV series Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But also, he's just one of those guys you fall in love with right away. And while he's definitely not short on wit or charm, his genuine appetite for connection and inherent kindness are truly what make him a -a one-of-a-kind dude. Brett performed at our most recent show at the Virgil last May. The theme was Father Knows Best, and he got a chance to wax paternal about how to handle those big questions that come from the mind of his precocious daughter Sylvia. While his tale of male folly proves the lengths to which he'll go to be a fair and just dad, it also proves that sometimes all it takes to outsmart a grown-ass man is the absolute logic of a kid in their single digits. Please sit back and enjoy some dad-splaining from Brett Dalton in his tale of male folly. Um, so I thought I was going to be a little nervous, so, so I wrote this thing out, okay? I'm not an Emmy-nominated performer, okay? <laughs> Yet. Yeah, you heard right. Um, so, uh, how's everyone doing, by the way? That's what people say. Hold for applause. Going well so far, Joe! They're applauding, holding for applause. Um, how is everyone doing tonight? Good, good. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way. Um, so I have a five-year-old daughter at home. Um, expecting applause, uh, that's fine. No, 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 I don't want that applause. No, I'll take the real kind. Um, but thank you, thank you. Yes, that means that I've, uh, successfully kept another human being alive for five years. Uh, mostly, mostly my wife, so, um, I will take all of the credit that you want to give me, but, um, you know, we keep her food and water bowls, uh, filled up, and we put a lot of newspaper down, so we've done pretty well. Thank you, sir, whoever that was. Um, no, my, my daughter, um, is honestly one of the cutest, smartest, most confident kids ever. And yes, every dad says that, but honestly, she is like, she really is the most confident kid I've ever seen. She's like his girl Friday trapped in this miniature body. And she even has this New York accent sometimes, which is weird. And I swear we, I don't know where she gets it. Um, but we don't worry about her on the playground, you know, cause somebody, cuts in line on the swings or something like that. She's like, hey, get to the back of the line. You're being rude. 
The kids are like, uh, okay. And they have no idea what to do. And this kid, like, she's just the most confident person in the world. So we're like, you go, baby. We're sitting on the sidelines going like, yes, yes. We don't worry about her. But because she is so smart, she also has a million questions. And I have a million answers. Uh, and now, they, name, they may not be the right ones, you see, but she can't use Google yet. So, guess what? Dad's right. Again. She can't double check that shit, okay? Just me, I am her 100% source of information. So, this one time, for instance, um, you know, I, and I'm also the kind of father who doesn't like to sugarcoat things, right? I, I want to give her all of the information and let her decide on what to do with it. So, this one time she picks up the snail and she wants to feed the snail. And uh, I like that we have the ice machine going. That's going to help this joke. Um, and, uh, and so <laughs> she picks up the snail, and she's like poking it with this stick, with a leaf. She's trying to feed it. And she's poking it over and over and over again. And I'm watching this. I'm like, babe, you, yeah, sweetie, I, you really shouldn't do that. I don't think he's hungry. I don't think he wants a leaf. And she just keeps poking it and poking it. And pretty soon, by the, by the time, you know, a minute, two goes by, and this poor snail, this poor, poor snail, ha it looks like this bubbling, like, wad of gum trapped in this shell. And, and then she's crying, and she's like, well, why doesn't it want to eat? And, well, baby, you've poked it with a leaf, like, a million times. I'm pretty sure it's dead. And, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, like, I didn't want to sugarcoat it. I didn't want to sugarcoat it. I was like, babe... I didn't want to say, like, the snail's in a better place. It's not in a better place. The snail was in a better place, like, five minutes ago before you came along and started poking it with a stick. And now, babe, it's dead, and it's got a stick poking out of its ass. Like, it's just, it's not, I'm sorry, babe, but you know what? Life is really precious, and that's why we have to appreciate every moment we have. So go inside and wash your hands. Um... So you see, I like to give her all of the information and then let her decide. And it's a little thing I like to call dad-splaining. Hold for applause. Good. Um, so for all you dads, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, they bring up something and we're just like, uh, it's pretty much when you answer something that you have no business answering. So this one time she asks why the eggs we have in the fridge don't hatch. And in my head, I'm thinking, that's a Fucking good question. Why don't the... I mean, they got chickens in them, right? Like, why don't they? So, but I didn't tell her that. I was like, well, you know, it's... Well, they're refrigerated, number one. Uh, and second of all, it's this... Uh, it's, it's, it's a pasteurization process. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's a pasteurization process. And then she's like, oh, what's, what's the pasteurization? But, well, it's, it's, it, it's complicated, first of all. But it's, uh, you know, when you, when you it's, like, it's like when you shine a light, like, through the egg, and it stops the growth um, of the, the, uh, the embryo from, from going any further. And, that's, uh, and then you, you put them in an egg carton, and we buy them. Um, and, and she seems satisfied. She seems satisfied with that. And then she, like, walked off. She's like, thanks, Dad. I'm like, you got it. And then I pulled out my phone, and then I, and, and I'm looking this up, and I'm like, why the fuck don't these things hatch? Do you know why there are not, uh, these things don't hatch? 
Why? You want to know? I'm going to tell you. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Which is, I'm glad I didn't tell her. Because that would have opened up a whole other thing. But, um, okay, so the reason they don't is because they haven't been fertilized by a rooster. They haven't had sex with a rooster. So there is not an, uh, a chicken in there in the first place, which means this is a period egg. <laughs> a period egg that we eat every morning. And I'm glad I did not tell her that because then she'd say, like, what's a period? It's the thing at the end of a sentence, honey. Now go wash your hands. Um, so, yeah. Um, she also asked me another question just recently, which was, um, why, uh, do cats have belly buttons? Do cats have belly buttons? Pfft. Of course. They're mammals, right? And as mammals, we are inside of the mom for a certain amount of time, and it's through the little, 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 little umbilical cord that we get all our nutrients. To. In fact, that is a defining characteristic of mammals, okay? So that's a mammal, and then it's just uh, when they get older, they grow too much fur, and you can't really see it, and that is, yep. <laughs> they do. Yes, they do. She's like, thanks, Dad. You got it. And then she goes off, and then I look that shit up, and they do! They do. Did you know that? They do. They have little umbilical cords, and then the mom, like, bites them off or something like that. And um, anyway, pretty much, yeah, when they get older, they get smaller and smaller and whatever. So anyway, the point is, I just feel so fucking confident about my dad's planning skills at this point that the next time I was like, all right, all right, I am going to drop some crazy knowledge the next time. I'm like, I'm good at this, right? I don't need Google. Google, come on. I got dad. And then her next question kind of floored me. She said, where do cats come from? May not seem like a big deal, okay, but that is a big deal. Where do cats come from is pretty much the same thing as where do humans come from? How did we get here? I don't know. Humans have been asking themselves that question since we have been here on this earth. So I could not fuck this up. So I'm like, um... Just stalling a little bit. Um, I don't know, babe. Where do you where do you think that the cats come from? And and she pauses a moment and then she says, God. Now I know I know what you're thinking, right? That is easy out. Easy out. God, yes, of course, sure, yes, God, God made everything. But not in in our household, okay? Because we haven't <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we haven't exactly gotten our party line straight um, when it comes to the whole belief thing. Um, so we don't say prayers. We, we only go to church once a year um, on my, my wife's side of the family. And uh, it's for like two hours and she can't say anything. She has to sit still. She fucking hates it. And then like I've seen like... Uh, a medium, and she was like, sage the house and get rid of evil spirits. And I did. I don't know. I just did. And then, and then my wife is currently um, in the process of converting to Judaism. So, eh, um, you know, we're kind of a fucking mess um, when, it comes to, when it comes to that. I don't even know where she got this answer, but she did. So I was like, I, I wanted to be a good dad, and, and I wanted to get this answer right because this is important. So uh, I was going to just dad-splain the shit out of this. This is the information I have. You do with it what you will. So I was like, okay, here we go. You can do this, Brett. 
Well, babe, um, you are right. You know, most people, uh, in fact, a lot of people do believe that God made everything. And in fact, he did it in six days, which is another thing, which, uh, how did he do that in six days? It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but let's just move on. And, and, and there are a lot of other people who believe in this thing called evolution. So according to evolution, we were all these single-celled organisms, and we all lived in the ocean, right? And then some of us got more and more complex. Multi-celled organisms, yes. And then we were all like fish, I think. Yes, we were all, we were all fish for a while. And then, and then uh, we like, some of us like swam like closer to the shore. And then uh, little, little appendages, because how are you, how you supposed to move? And then, and then uh, some of those guys started to kind of move on the shore. And then the little appendages kind of turned into these little little hands and feet and stuff. And then, I don't know how they learned how to breathe wa uh, oxygen because the, <laughs> they were doing that in the ocean and uh, I think they would need lungs for that. But uh, they, they, they eventually turned into bigger and bigger animals, right? Yes, lions, tigers, bears, and stuff. And then monkeys, monkeys came along. And then we basically are like monkeys with big brains. And we learned how to cook our food. Yes, and that brings us nutrients. And we didn't have to spend all our time hunting and chewing and all of that stuff. And so we developed these huge brains, like really, really fast. And then we developed consciousness, which is why we are one of the only animals in the animal kingdom. In fact, the only animal in the animal kingdom that can question the nature of its own existence. Which is why we are here right now asking, where the fuck do cats come from? <laughs> and she was like... <sighs> So, cats come from monkeys? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that is, that, that, that is, that is certainly, that is, that is what some people believe. But, <laughs> there are also a lot of other answers to this, okay? Because humans have been asking themselves this question for a really, really, really long time. Um, Buddhists, yes, okay, Buddhists. Buddhists believe that you are reborn as animals and over and over again, and then you reach um, enlightenment, which is you sort of detach from stuff. Okay, you're born over and over again, like that snail, like that snail that you... Okay, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So if we go way back, the Greeks, the Greeks, the Greeks believed in, in many gods. Okay. If it was raining, oh gosh, the god of rain is like really angry at us. What are we gonna do? We're gonna make a sacrifice or something, and then and then see what that does. And 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 you know what? And that made them happy, and sort of somehow explained this crazy, beautiful world in all of its splendor and sadness. And that is why. Um, you see, people, people have been uh, asking themselves uh, this question for a long, long time, because it's a big one. Where do cats come from? Where do we come from? Um, and, and you see, there's, there's like a million different answers, and they're all kind of right. So really, really, my dearest, you have to ask yourself, where do cats come from? And she looks at me for a really long time, 
And I was like, I dad explained this. I dad explained this so hard. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I mean, come on. I went all the way back to the Greeks. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, come on. And she looks at me and she thinks for a really long time. And she's like, yeah, I think God made cats. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening. Our live show is produced every other month at the Virgil in Los Angeles by me, Joe Tower, with the help of Brian Weiss and Alex Gradet. It's presented in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Los Angeles. This podcast is produced by me, Joe Tower, and executive produced and edited by Brian Weiss. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, and also for subscription on SoundCloud, along with a bunch of other great podcast content as part of the Extra Credit Network. If you liked what you heard here, please subscribe and rate us. Or if you hated what you heard here and want us to fuck off, leave us a review and tell us what we can do better. If you'd like to contact us or if you have a story to tell in spoken or written form, you can email us at talesofmalefolly at gmail.com. Oh, and one last time, you can find us online at www.talesofmalefolly.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.